so desperately that you're right, yet to fail all the same. Dread it. Run from it. Destiny still arrives. Welcome, everyone, to another episode of the West Coast Popcast. My name is Zach. Thank you for joining us. Uh, we are joined here by the three others of this team. Eric, how are you doing today? Right. 26 episodes of this site. <laughs> Got an accent. All right. Cool. Knock, <laughs> how are you doing? Uh, the demo got us here. Had some good tennis <laughs> earlier. It's a good day. Ready right. for a good episode. Good. Paul, how are you doing? Um, I'm pretty good. I just hope I don't die by the end of this podcast. Okay. Don't because then I got to redo promo school. Oh God! Okay, <laughs> I wouldn't want to do that to you. I'm sorry. Thank I don't you. want to inconvenience you. That's okay. We got a good show. We got uh, the usual news and rumors, the recaps. Paul's got a fantasy draft. We're gonna talk about reinventing the money in the bank, so it actually means something other than what it is now. And Eric's got a title push, Barry, and we'll tap top it all off with some promo school at the end. But let's dive into the weekly recap with Monday Night Raw. So Lana goes through a table for, was it the third week in a row? Murphy chooses Barely Legal over Barely Being Acknowledged. Uh, someone in the production <laughs> truck is married because there's a deadline to apologize clock up on the screen. And let's just dive into the goods here. Mustafa Ali, the leader of Retribution. Guys, any thoughts on that? Yeah, so I, I like that they give they have enough confidence in him to be a leader of a faction, even though I think the faction sucks. So we'll see where mm-hmm. this goes, but he needs to be in a main event for his to work. True. Mm, yeah. I just uh, go ahead, Paul. Sorry. I'm just. I was just gonna say, like, didn't people think that Mustafa was like the hacker on SmackDown at some point before they scrapped that whole idea? So do you think maybe they moved him over to Retribution? So if they How's acknowledge that? that and they tie that in, well done. Yeah. 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 They have to do that though. Paul, what do you, uh, Eric, what do you think about him? Yeah. Um, so actually to add on to what Paul said, I didn't know this, but apparently Mustafa asked to go to Raw because he was tired of being ignored by Bruce Pritchard and the creative team on SmackDown. Hmm. And he asked for this back when Paul Heyman was still in charge. So unfortunately for him, Paul Heyman's not in charge anymore. But um, I, I used to, I kind of for a second thought, you know, Nock was right. At least he's in charge of a faction. But with all this, like all the people not in retribution anymore, with like the two women, it, this is still a sinking ship. This is still a stupid storyline. It's a terrible faction. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Need I repeat? There's a man named Slapjack in that group. It was destined to fail. Oh yeah. So what's Mustafa Ali? Is he gonna change his name? I just thought about that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I I don't know. I I don't know, and I don't understand why you put a faction in a draft like that. Yeah, network would want yeah. that. That made no sense. Uh, again, with the contracts being out there, that makes no sense. Oh, um, yeah, he can be slap master now. He oh could God. be. Um, I, I, it's, it's a small thing. I know Mustafa does like his little hand thing. Like he's always done like, because he always had like a light in his hand. Mm-hmm. But they're already getting comparisons to the Dark Order, and Mustafa's doing that. He needs a yeah. brand thing. Mm-hmm. I truly believe this was in response to the Dark Order. I feel like this was just rushed and a whole lot of last minute decisions and that's why we're seeing what we're seeing as a product on tv yeah i, I give that. it about three months 
Um, this will end at Survivor Series. I can almost guarantee you that. This is going to be just like Nexus yeah. being at the Survivor Series and being built to do that. Um, if so. he is revealed as the hacker, that at least will give some credibility to why their logo appears on screen, how they got in the production truck, and how they did all this other stuff and got into the building. So I'll let a little bit of some stuff slide if that is the case. Yeah. yeah. Um, anyone else have any other thoughts on Raw? I didn't like the build up to him being revealed. Cause like he was still doing his stuff with Ricochet and um, Apollo Crews. And for another week in a row, we see Lashley tap out Apollo Crews. I love the Hurt business, but they need something else. I'm, I'm bored of seeing this. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they do. Um, and it's really weird how this retribution thing wasn't the final segment on Raw. And to yeah. me, that's how they really view this thing. Right. Yeah. Well, yeah. Otherwise, Raw was eh. I mainly just have things yeah. to say about the draft. So I'm going to save that okay. for later. Okay. We'll okay. get to that after. Um, and then I just want to say with Lana going through a table, I want this to go every week. And it, to be really annoying, like she's grocery shopping, she goes through a table. It's kind of like green <laughs> eggs and ham. This fucking guy always bothering the dude about, you want green eggs and ham now? Like, dude, I'm trying to do this. Like, that's what I'd like with Lana. Yeah. Yeah. Seriously. Okay. I know, I know um, it's last, a disrespectful thing. Last thing on Raw, where's Peyton Royce? Where's that push she was getting? Well, she's been air by air. And I think they forgot about Peyton Royce and moved on to Mandy. I love Mandy, though. She's great. Uh, yeah. yeah. Let's just say, I just want to think that maybe they're just trying to come up with something big so they're i don't know waiting on her right now that, that's what i keep telling myself they're just writing all i know is this is the definition show. of killing someone's momentum that's all yep that yeah, is. that's true well someone who never stopped momentum chris jericho on aew dynamite we celebrated 30 years of chris jericho we had a bunch of people come on there and give him praise like paul stanley and gene simmons of kiss slash lars ulrich tanahashi and kazam himself were on there also will hobbs and cage had a good match a nice kind of showing on the main screen for will hobbs um also Big Swole and Serena Deeb, they had a good showing as well. Serena showing off some great technical stuff. Um, anyone have anything to say about Dynamite? Yeah, Serena's very technical. I'm glad we're seeing her um, in this. This is a good role for her. I think Big Swole might take the belt off of Sheeta next week. They have that title match for the anniversary show. Wow. And great way to debut Hobbs, man. This is a great match for him. Goliath's going at each other. The loss doesn't hurt him at all. No. Yeah, yeah. Um. Shoot, we can even do a predictions for next week because I think every AEW title is on the line. It is, um, but it was it was. It, I, I like the show. Um, first of all, I am ashamed to admit I did not know Ultimo Dragon was still alive, so that was cool seeing him. Shout out Jericho. Uh, that main event was shit, but dude, <laughs> I was gonna save that, but bro, never put Luther on the main event. <laughs> you know how I feel. I'd rather see Michael Nakazawa in the main event than Luther. Oh man, yeah. it's Strong a shame words. too. He uh, Luther even went on Twitter afterwards, and he was like, "Yeah, okay." So I kind of feel bad for the guy because he was like, "What happened to the days when we could just watch wrestling and not judge it?" And I'm like, "Well, unfortunately, back then wrestling wasn't shit like that. That was just a bad." <laughs> yeah, People have I, been I, judging wrestling since like the dawn of time. What are you talking about? I, I seen him defending himself. I mean, I, I'm sure. Again, I'm sure he's knows what he's doing. I'm. I just yeah. can't get behind him. He, he was yeah. gassed. He had no energy. He's slipping on the ring apron. You're in the main event. Jericho's 30-year anniversary. I, uh, it was bad. I'm sorry. I, I couldn't watch. It was bad. Yeah. 
Yeah. It was. Um, what do you guys think of the AEW title tournament? Like another non-ranking way to get someone a title shot. Um, I'm I'm cool with it because this I think the main story is gonna be Hangman versus Kenny. That's yeah, okay. Yeah. It's definitely built around them. I just hope everyone else in it gets some shine in it and it helps them out. Because I love tournaments. It's it's good to get people their shine, but it's definitely built for Kenny and uh Paige. Yeah. Yeah. I just feel like it's you know, the whole following stats thing is kind of useless now in AEW. Like they just seem to not be doing anything with it. So you might as well just scrap it at this point. Uh I, I I mean I, I they're definitely doing harm to it, but Lance Archer I think is now number one contender, like stats wise. Like they've built yeah, too much to that point. So I'm cool with it now, right. but they do need to start following it. Yeah. Yeah, I hope they just iron it out. Um because the thing I hate about WWE is like they don't keep up with the continuity. Like something can happen and they forget about it like a few months later. And mm-hmm. I like that they're at least attempting to have some type of continuity. So I appreciate that. I just need to iron mm-hmm. it out. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, I just want to give uh, Jericho a shout out for stealing my pop talk ending with his. <laughs> <laughs> um, that that dog color match. We can't forget about that. Oh yes. yes. Uh, terrific. Uh, I swear, Cody keeps making me think he's going to uh, to kill himself in the ring. Um, but as a Cody mark, I don't know if I like him taking the title off Brody Lee so soon. I'll say this. My biggest complaint about AEW is they dropped the ball on the elite. And they did it in a nice way because they want to give other people shine and they want to promote other people rather than just being greedy. Yeah. But I feel like yeah. that was where the balls dropped. Now this Kenny Page thing was way too drawn out. And like most people just can't wait to just get the match over with. Um, the Bucks should have been the first tag champs. Um, Cody should have been the top of the mountain guy or Kenny should have been. And like later on down the line, then as they get older, then they start to be on TV less. And then you see people top all these main guys like that. Like that builds talent to me more so than how they approached AEW. But I know their intentions were good. Yeah. Yeah. They had good intentions, but like they were the hottest thing in wrestling. So it's they kind of cooled themselves down. And yeah. again, I, I get why I did it, but it, it's kind of hard to balance that out. I'm yeah. fine with Cody winning because he did need to get the belt back, especially with this comeback he made. I think Brody will be fine, but I don't know. It was a weird, it was a tough booking thing to do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Any other thoughts on Dynamite? Nope. No, All right, let's no, go to good. the other one. Let's go to NXT. This one, we saw the return of Ember Moon in the ring. Uh, Kushida just going ape shit on Champa. Drake and Killian, <laughs> they're making me laugh. I'm, I'm actually digging this. And uh, Ridge Holland has the worst. Yeah. Uh, let's start there. And you guys want to start off with Ridge Holland's injury? Oh, that was a shame. So let me just break it has down. Has there been any more updates on it? Um, No, but it was a... Uh, Left ankle dislocation and fracture, right knee patellar dislocation, and patellar tendon rupture. Oh, jeez! It was something very like everyone does it. Like that spot is is routine. It just happens, you know. It's, I feel bad for the guy. Best wishes. I do too. He's gonna have a big program with Adam Cole. That that was hard to watch. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I was gonna say if you haven't watched it, go check it out. But please don't. Um, it's actually really it. It, it's yeah, it's really hard to watch. Uh, what about the rest of the card? Um, the Gargano's walked a dog. We got a new TV. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, it was a lot of it was, it was a lot of recap uh, this episode. 
But Ember Moon, I, I got to give my uh, credit to her. I'm so, so glad to see her back. I was very happy to see her moving well in the ring and having a good showing. Yeah. Yeah, glad to see she's back in the ring. Um, I hope she does well in NXT. Yeah. yeah. Paul finisher Moon, is beautiful. Book and, uh, Ember Moon. Oh, what was the question? Oh, where would you book Ember Moon? Like, how would you book her comeback? Did you ask me specifically or everyone? Yeah, no, you. you kind of cut off. Oh, me? Okay. Um, how would I book her? Well, I feel like, one, her going back to NXT was a good choice. I feel like she does need a little bit more time to develop her character. I, I guess it would just be, like, finding, like, a character and a storyline for her because I don't feel like she ever really had one before. Okay. And if th- anything, they put her in like these B-list storylines. Yeah, and I think they're actually working on the character this time. The the bike mm-hmm. uh, persona with the music and the the look of it uh, with those big nets, and now she has new music yeah. and she's wearing the helmet and stuff like that. So I think they're on that track right now. Yeah, because it's not like it's her wrestling that needs improvement. Like she's fine yeah. in that department. It's just developing her herself, mm-hmm. her gimmick, pretty much. Yeah. And am I the only one digging Killing Dane and Drake? Oh, I love no, it. Oh, yeah, I, yeah, I've, I've been saying this for the, since they started. Um, I, I love everything Killian is doing. This is the best thing for him. Yeah. Yeah. And um, also, Zia Lee and Boa might be forming an alliance of some kind. What, what do you guys think of that? It's good. She needs something to kind of like give her that edge. Mm-hmm. But uh, do you think Boa would be that edge for her? Uh-huh. Anything would be, but from the way she came out as a face. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. I don't know. I don't really have like faith in Boa either, though, because I haven't really seen much from him. True. I, well, I mean, this is now's the time to prove it. So we'll yeah. see. Yeah. yeah, I say you make her toughen up here with Boa, and then uh, she can break off and still be tough and a better singles competitor. I hope so. All right. Any other takeaways from the next? Keep those Chinese superstars for the international market. They need to. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, I just hope uh, Balor and O'Reilly are okay after that brutal match, you know, how long they're going to be out. But. Yeah, they're over-exaggerating Finn's injury from what I've been seeing, and uh, O'Reilly, they're really not saying anything, so hopefully it's not because it's a concussion. Yeah. Right. yeah. But that match was brutal. Uh, what do you guys give that match really quick from TakeOver? I would give five stars. I was hooked. Yeah, I'd give it five. That was a yeah. fight. Yeah, yeah. Right. We got four Same. or five star matches then. That was something special. And it was very mm-hmm. I would say it was simple, but I mean like there's no like real tricks to it. It was uh it was a fucking brawl. Yeah. Yeah. For for the Meltzer ratings, who needs what to win again for Zach and uh, Eric? So uh you Zach said it was a four, I said it was a five. Um but as my lawyer Jennifer Walters pointed out <laughs> in the predictions, <laughs> I said whoever is closest without going over. So, with that, I believe Zach does win. Wow. Getting it on the show. Wow. Now, of course, Jennifer has been fired, and I am going to be getting my title back Wow, fired for doing her job? Her job is making sure I win, Paul. But But what if you don't, though, and she's just trying to tell you that you didn't win? That's still her doing her job. No, not at all. your boy, Matt Murdoch. Uh, I should have right, gone with Matt. I should have gone with Matt. 
but that's okay because you know why the, the Justice League has my back. So this time, Zach, I'm not gonna fight it. You are unfortunately the champ. Wow. wow. Look at that. Yeah. Wow. I don't Proud know. Where I'm first. Gonna, I don't know where I'm gonna put that belt. Um yeah, I'm sure it's really like grimy and stuff, so I gotta get some like gold cleaner. <laughs> but I'll figure it out. Eric, it'll be fun seeing if you can recapture the glory. When I recapture. You know, as long as it's not knock, I, I can live with that. As long oh, wow. as it's not knock. Does this mean I'll I have make... to live stream now? <laughs> you gotta. <laughs> yeah. Let's try right. I'm the... Yeah. Oh. I'm the tournament champion, okay? So <laughs> I'll throw my belt out there. Let's get that going. I'm just here uh, chilling. That's okay, Justice League. <laughs> we'll find safe. a fake title for you, too. Yeah. All right, let's move on to SmackDown here. This was the first part of the draft, which we will talk about in a segment after we talk about SmackDown. So we'll just talk about the match here. So am I cutting in and out? Am I all right? A little bit, but you're good now. All right, yeah. I'm back. Okay, good. My Max Hedrum voice is gone. Oh no. All right. So on SmackDown, Biggie and Sheamus beat the crap out of each other. The Fiend and KO beat the crap out of each other. And Sasha and Bailey beat the crap out of each other. And most importantly, on SmackDown, what happened? They said the word COVID on WWE TV. Uh oh. Wow. Okay. They grew up. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Who has something to say on the non draft portion of SmackDown? I'll say this. I really enjoyed Biggie and Sheamus. Um, that goes to show you, you can have a finish to a match. Just put on a good match. You don't have to do the no contest, drag it out. I appreciated that um, ending and the match that happened. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, that was a great match. Um, that's a, one hell of a way to kick it off. And if you want to catch viewers, that's something you do right there. Bring them in with that kind of an intro match. Um, the Fiend, I thought that was a good match too. I thought him and KO really had a, a good encounter. Yeah. They gave KO more offense than I thought they would. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. So I'll talk um, about that. Yeah. Also, I don't know if this is getting into the draft just yet, but what's going to happen with the tag titles? That we'll get into with the draft. Yeah. That's kind of what I want to talk about. Cool. Um, any Anything about SmackDown that you guys want to talk about or should we just move on? I think we just move on. I'm glad yeah, to see Xavier move. return, but... We can get yeah. to that draft stuff. All right. Last thing in the recap, ROH Peer Tournament. Jay Lethal beat David Finley, and he'll move on. And Jonathan Grisham beat Matt Seidel by making Matt Seidel tap out. So that is our ROH recap. The tag team champs going off for the pure title, man. That's going to be a hell of a match, y'all. It's yeah. going to be. Uh, yeah. So let's get into news and rumors. Um, I'll just list off what I got here first, and then I'll ask you guys what you got. Uh, Alberto Del Rio indicted by a grand jury on five charges, including four counts of sexual assault and one uh, for kidnapping. What a guy. Mm. Uh, Mercedes Martinez is being rumored to be going back to NXT and will no longer be a part of retribution Uh, in ROH. Rush's contract is set to expire. No exact date, but uh, he should be out of there if he doesn't resign by uh, December. And Mickey James broke her nose this week. So she'll be out for (sighs) several weeks. And uh, according to Wrestling Inc., Matt Riddle's speaking out accuser has reportedly filed a lawsuit against Matt, the WWE, Evolve, and Gabe Sapolsky 
$10 million each. Um, of course, for Riddle's sexual assault for her for when they were going out from 2017 to 2020. And um, WWE so far has stated that they have not received a lawsuit that was filed by her. And the last thing I got uh, just came out today. Pretty much WrestleMania is going to take place at Raymond James uh, stadium arena whatever it's called down in florida because down in florida it's the fucking wild west and you can do anything you want and then <laughs> next year in 2022 that's when it'll happen here in hollywood yep yep All right. it, it's a shame i was a little excited for uh that coming to hollywood but that's cool i, I was to take your time let's get things back and then we can have a good time covering it yeah yeah um all right, what else we got? So uh, to add on to what you said about uh, Matt Riddle, that uh, like his accusers suing them, uh, re- turns out there was an email that was leaked from uh, WWE referee Drake Wirtz. I might be mispronouncing that. Um, he's also in charge of booking extras, and he did cancel a booking with her uh, due to pre-existing issues, as he puts it, with one of their talents, obviously Matt Riddle. Mm-hmm. So there is that for that uh, lawsuit. Question is, is that legal like can i would think that you can cancel a booking for that reason like it's your company do whatever you want but right we'll see um several nxt trainees are feeling unsafe returning because of covid obviously um and wwe did say that they don't have to return but if they don't want to they have to have a personal conversation with vince so that's kind of a strong arm there yeah that apology meter back out right (laughs) Uh, let's see what else. Um, if you have Scott Hall, if you follow him on social media, send him some good tweets, some good messages, because uh, he just had to cut a meet and greet short. Unfortunately, it was obvious that he was under the influence of drugs or alcohol. Jeez. Yeah. So send him some good vibes. Hopefully someone can sort him out. Hopefully, but it's like, how long are we going to play this game for, though? Yeah, I mean, if DVP can sort out Jake the Snake, then I, I hope he can get some help, too. I guess so. Uh, I Kev- Kevin Owens spoke about how he was supposed to go to NXT um, after that one night he did with the uh, War Games, but just didn't happen, and now he doesn't want to. He's happy on the main roster. He wants to be in the big moments. I don't see how he's happy. Yeah. I, I don't get it. He's, I mean, hopefully now he does something, you know, now he's interacting with The Fiend, but mm-hmm. we'll see. Um, AJ spoke out about the WWE decision for uh, WWE taking over Twitch. And the only complaint he had was that he wishes there was better communication because he found out the same way we all did, just like on the internet. Right. And uh, he says he'd be fine with it if it's done correctly. So he's not all outright against it. Did he explain like what done correctly means in his own words? Or he did, but this was like a week ago, and I forgot. I don't have it on me. Exactly. Oh, okay. okay. Um, and lastly, the well, penultimately, Lars Sullivan is back at it again. <sighs> Go on Reddit and look up Lars Sullivan. A Reddit thread has just like started because a fitness uh, Instagram user shared unsolicited messages that Lars was sending her basically asking her for uh, booty pictures and, and hidden on her when she was trying to keep it professional. And it's very cringy, it's very awkward, and Lars just cannot keep it in his pants. 
Okay. Yeah, was, I yeah. I can't stand this dude, man. I really don't like him. Yeah. He got brought back this week, and um, it, I, I okay, so he gets let go for certain reasons with anxiety and stuff like that. Not let go, but you know, uh, gets a little time out, and yeah. then all this other stuff is revealed about his um, homophobic rants. And it's just like this dude was in gay porn and then went on a public forum to rant about to rant about like gay people. And it's like you can't it's just really fucking weird that like that he's getting chances still. Yeah. Because yeah. especially like he didn't yeah. apologize. So I'm very much for people mm-hmm. learning from mistakes. I hate cancel culture because it doesn't allow for people to um Grow. To, yes, exactly. And change. Yeah. So, but if he's going out on a public forum like this and saying this, he should be on there right now, going on an apology tour or back when this happened. Right. Yeah. yeah. I don't need it or personally. Make a video at least. He did. Yeah. Or did he? <laughs> no, not dude. the video you want to see. Was it an apology though? No, this I was just joking because he did do like a a, a gay porn with a guy before he started going on rants. Ah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And this is really stupid because this is what kind of pissed me off about how he came out on Raw. It was right after Stephanie came out and they hyped her up being Forbes' world's most influential uh, female yeah. MO. So mm-hmm. she's, you know, for women's equality and speaking out against racism and stuff like that. But then right. this guy who's given another chance who is homophobic as fuck. And racist. Don't forget the racist yeah, so, and anti-semitic remarks as well he's one of the dudes I, I would refuse to work like i don't want any parts of him at yeah all. exactly yeah mm-hmm. um yeah i just find it infuriating that um he takes advantage of our community but then like also blasts it at the same time and now he's being put onto one of the biggest wrestling promotions in the world he's he's actually brought back like that that just makes me feel some type of way. And Eric, when you said he first started work, I'm like, oh, did he did he start making videos again? Those kind of videos? I don't uh, know. I've had enough of this guy. Yeah, he, he needs to, to go somewhere. Yeah. Right. Anybody else back. have any uh, other news? Yeah, just, just real quick with the AEW anniversary show coming up. I just want, they released like their top 10 matches uh, on Dynamite. So like number 10 was Cody versus Wardlow, the steel cage match. Number nine was Moxie versus Cage for the AEW world title. Eight was the Bucks versus Private Party in the AW Tag Team Tournament. Number seven was Moxie versus Darby Allen for the world title this past summer. Number six was Rio versus Nyla for the Women's Championship. This is the one Nyla won, which I thought was the better of the matches. Um, number five was FTR on the Bucks versus the Butcher to Blade and the Lucha Bros, which is a really good match, but I think it's a little high for that type of match. Number four was Omega Hangman versus the Lucha Bros. This was uh, back in February for the world title. I don't particularly remember that match. Number three was Ray Phoenix versus Nick Jackson, which was a damn good match. So I, I could see it being as high up. Uh, number two is Best Friends versus Santana and Ortiz in the parking lot fight. Um, good spot for it. And then number one, of course, is Omega versus Pac for the Iron Man match. We haven't seen much of Pac, but he is number one. Decent. Yeah. All right. Well, let's we'll talk AEW. about a, a big old number two. That is the WWE draft. So well, well first, first we're going to talk about – oh, do you have something else? What was that, Bo? No, I just said it was most mostly AEW matches. Pretty cool. Yeah, it was their it was their top ten. Oh, it was eight. Oh, never mind. I thought that was like never mind. Forget it. Come on, Jr. All right, <laughs> the draft. So we're going to talk about New Day and that stuff first, and then after that, let's uh, 
just do a quick rundown of how we think we can improve the draft, what needs to be done to make this draft even worthwhile and stuff like that. So let's kick it off with the new day. They got reunited. They won the tag belts and then um, they got split up. So they're not done. They got split up. Eric and Nock, uh, one of you guys kick it off with your thoughts on this. Furious. This is the stupidest thing. I feel like Vince gets a nervous twitch when like, tag teams are together for so long there's no purpose of breaking up the new day just like there's no purpose of breaking up the iconics they have proven that they can right. work together as a unit and still go after singles titles together that's their whole thing is doing it together i can appreciate that i can connect with that and i'm fine with that i don't need to see the same stoic one person by themselves doing this and whatnot biggie has evolved from that even mcintyre has evolved from that and he has more character you don't need the stoic personas Mm-hmm. especially not from everybody it's fine if someone does it but if it doesn't work for them let them do what they, they do that works and that's new day these guys are bigger than wrestling right now together they have their own podcast they have their own youtube like they are a unit i don't see why this is necessary and the way they did it with stephanie and xavier saying please please say biggie please say Biggie," and she doesn't that that truly pissed me off i feel like they'd try and piss me off eric what's your take you personally i okay so Knock just put it very perfectly, man. Like this was it's ridiculous. It's stupid. And and I actually didn't even think about that, about the Stephanie thing, but that just makes me hate her even more. She knew what the fuck she was doing. Yeah. Um like that that camera shot, everything about that was planned to to get some reaction. But um the main thing I'll just say about this is I was having trouble trying to decide like how to express my thoughts on this. And Biggie put it perfectly. He, he he released a statement after they got split, and he said, "This is a real pain. Like this is this hurts. It's not even if they're on hiatus. Even if this leads to Biggie becoming Universal Champion, I, I don't think it's. I don't know. I can't explain. This just really hurts. Paul, I, how did you take I, this? I don't want to watch WWE anymore after that. <laughs> um. Yeah, I, I kind of feel the same way that you guys do, but also at the same time, you guys know me. Uh, I always like to think, I always like to play devil's advocate and think on the other side. And I think maybe they're doing something with this. I don't know. Maybe this can branch out into some kind of different story. I don't know how. I don't know how it'll be good, but um, I just feel like they have something planned. I, I don't think so, because the way I see it, I feel like the Universal title is booked up till at least Mania. Like, we know Roman's going to go after Rock at Mania. That's what they're trying to do, the whole Tribal Chief. Right. I don't see him getting that world title opportunity until at least next summer. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Also, I think this is the first time Xavier has actually won the titles, right? It's always been Kofi and Biggie. No? I, I right? think, no, he's won it before. He's for sure won it before. Yeah. He, he did? Okay. Never yeah. mind. All right, let me see if I can... Uh bring some kind of uh, positivity yeah. to this here. <laughs> and I, I don't think they're going to do this. Again, the tribal chief thing is going to go all the way through Mania, which is what it is. But um, you split them up. So Big E's title uh, race is different from Kofi's. Because if you have the New Day next to him the whole time, it's going to resemble Kofi's a little too much. So they have to put him in that title picture and have him win for this all to pay off. Them winning the belts and going to Raw, either two things are going to happen. One, Street Profits Monday night are going to get drafted to SmackDown and yawn. Or they do a big, long feud for a unification of the tag team champs 
They are the first unified champs. It is a big deal. They go on to different brands to defend them, just like the women's tag team champs. And then they can drop the titles at some point. But, and then this is my personal booking, but it won't happen because Roman um, just going straight to Mania with the belt. I would have, in some way for this to happen, I would have, um, like, I either want Biggie to win the title at Mania if there's a crowd, or yeah. if not, I would have uh, Big E win the belt at the Royal Rumble. And then I would have Kofi and Xavier both go out at the same time. And then at Mania, you make this the main event because you have to, you have, you cannot be stupid enough to not give this the ultimate push if you're going to take this away from fans. If you are this high on John Cena and all the little kids that bought the merchandise, you cannot ignore that with the New Day. Nope. So I would have Xavier and Kofi go out at the same time at the Rumble, and you have a three-way match at Mania for the title, and those three just tear the roof down. That would be amazing. I don't think that's going to happen, but I think a lot of what you said actually will happen because there's been rumors about uh, new tag belts. And I think, let's be honest, the tag team division in WWE main roster kind of sucks. It's very it limited. Does. So they could survive doing it the way they're doing with the women's tag team and have the tag teams just go off different um, Raw, SmackDown, have it bounce back and forth. They could do that. So I can see that actually happening. Mm-hmm. Eric, would that help you out at all? Or are you still just uh, done if, with it? If that happened, I'd be interested. Yeah, yeah, that would be, that'd be awesome. Um, but like, I, I don't think it's going to happen. I think Xavier and Kofi are going to go Raw. They're going to be tag chance because <laughs> Raw needs some life in it. Mm-hmm. This mainly happened because both companies, probably uh, Fox and uh, USA, wanted the New Day. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Yeah, so that is what it is. So let's talk about the draft then as a whole. Anything you guys want to bring to the table on why the draft is so boring now and what can be done to make it better? Like for me, if you're a champ on a brand, you just don't get drafted. Why waste, was it five picks or whatever it was? Like what a waste of time. Yeah. So anyone got any ideas on what to do with the draft? Um, first of all, don't uh, don't fucking draft the Hurt Business and then draft Kofi and Xavier. That's mm, so stupid. Ah, yep. uh, like WWE doesn't know how to do a draft properly. Are, why? Why are people on the same? I'm, I'm taking I'm taking too many answers, but whatever. This draft is just ridiculous. I, 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 I don't know because like. It, it's just kind of redundant to see someone get drafted to the same brand they were on. Yeah. And then, like, right. the same thing with the championship belts. It, it, it doesn't make sense. It, there's so much more they could do. And, like, I'll, I'll just speak on, like, the draft picks themselves. I'll let you guys talk about, like, what they should do to better it. Having Seth go to SmackDown and then bringing Ray and Dom. Like, what was the point of that? And then Murphy and the then next a- day. Then Murphy yeah. the next day. I, 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 I was excited to have AJ. With, oh, we could get AJ and Seth again. That'd be cool. But then AJ got bumped to Raw. So, like, I thought the point of the draft was to shake it up and have interesting matchups. I feel like we're just getting the same matchups, just on different show. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That actually used to be the fun thing about the draft. Like, when Miz and Morrison split up, they ended it. They did something new. Now it's just like, Seth's like, oh, well, I'm done with Ray and Dominic. An hour later, they're fucking still doing this? Yeah. Uh, all you're doing is just making us wait a different day. Like you said, it's ridiculous. <sighs> And why is Stephanie the person doing it? 
who who in their fucking minds thought we need more Stephanie? <laughs> right. Why didn't they have that other guy who's on Raw? Uh, Adam Pierce. Yeah, yeah, I guess I don't like him either. But if you're using him, use him. Right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I think Stephanie decided that WWE needed more Stephanie. <laughs> I can see that. Also, yeah. Tucker's WWE career is on life support right now. Yep. Yeah. Oh, now, speaking of tag teams, what? Why? Where is that going? I don't know. I can't see that going anywhere good for Tucker and Otis. No. I don't know, man. Yeah, Tucker's done. Uh, he's not going to do anything on Raw. Um, Six feet dude, under. One thing I, I also don't get about this draft that makes... So, this is nothing against Ricochet, because we all know Ricochet is one of the best on the brand, mm-hmm. uh, in the main roster. Why was he number three draft pick? If you're going to book him like he's a jobber, <laughs> don't fucking draft him in the third round. That's ridiculous. Mm, yeah, I was about to say, the <laughs> another the, the reason why this draft was boring to me was just some of the picks. Like, that was one that didn't make sense to me, like fucking Dana Brooke. Like, right, and not to shit on those people, but I mean, like... What? Yeah, they're not like big hitters, though. You know, it's like, why would you waste a pick on that? Right. So here's my thing about what I would do to make the draft better. First off, don't bore me like you're doing with this. Secondly, it was stupid last year how they did it with the the, the actors in the, the war rooms for each network. Oh, yeah. Like it was just so yeah. like terrible actors. Um, I like the that's what it needs to be like. That's the <laughs> but it needs to be like you're not even like letting people have. Uh, picks in between which is what the nfl draft pretty much is like almost all drafts are so that right. aspect of a draft doesn't make it a draft so get rid of the fucking draft so take the draft and do something different just have them show up just say uh all new season on fox uh all new season on usa find out who shows up on this show for this season and just have them come out and just have them come out for matches that was the funny thing i don't know if you've seen the commercial but i've been watching uh football day and i've been showing it so they did the all new season of smackdown New superstars, and they showed the same exact superstars. Yeah. They were on the show before the draft. Well, they're all going to be on next week because I don't know why Braun Strowman has a, a fucking universal title shot with Roman Reigns out of nowhere. But I mean, that's my whole thing. This isn't this isn't a sport. Don't treat it like one, treat it differently, and just have them come out and be more like cartoony surprises or people showing up in a comic book randomly. You know, if Daredevil's yeah. going to randomly show up in Spider Man, that's that's cool. I don't need to like, mm-hmm. I, yeah, I don't know. The draft part. Yeah, wrestling's kind of. Wrestling, in my opinion, is kind of like a drama or a soap opera. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like that'll just like add to the drama. So why not? I, I like your idea better. Like, let's just not have the draft altogether. Just kind of pull a fast one on us. Mm-hmm. Like that's something wrestling's been doing for a while. So just do that. What did you think about how how they used to do it? Like, Raw, Raw, and SmackDown people would fight, and whoever won would get the draft pick. I used to really like it back then. Like, it just, there was more excitement to it. It wasn't just like, I personally, like for NBA and NFL, I don't really watch the drafts. I'll follow who my team picks, but I don't, it's boring to just watch. So, copying yeah. that model is kind you of. You just see the results afterwards. Like, you yeah. don't care about the actual thing. It's clear they didn't care. Exactly. Because nothing changed. No. Well, let's move on to a more pleasant draft. Paul, you have a fantasy draft for us. Yeah. So. Uh, because the draft is happening in real life, I thought that it would be fun to do a fantasy draft. So what I planned was um, right now I have a list of 10 superstars. And these are superstars from any era of wrestling and from different promotions. So what we're going to decide is where this person is going to end up and what era you want that person to be in. So for example, let's say like 
Stone Cold Steve Austin, uh, you want him to be drafted to Raw. Like, what era of Stone Cold Steve Austin? Do you want, like, 90s Attitude Era Stone Cold? Do you want modern Stone Cold? Uh, does the, do, do the rules make sense? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay, cool. So we're going to start off with my first pick here. Um, the late, great WWE Hall of Famer, China. Uh, let's start off with you, Zach. Where would you want to place China and what era? Uh, right where she was. I don't think Vince would do any kind of intergender matches nowadays because there's like too much heat mm -hmm. on there. I think she was fine where she was. Um, so on what show would you want her to be placed in now? Oh, like nowadays? She has to go on a show from nowadays? Mm -hmm. Oh, Dynamite. AEW. Okay. Mm -hmm. okay. Any reason for that? Yeah they, do yeah, would, but... yeah, they do an intergender matches and uh, have someone to beat the crap out of Nyla Rose. Not bad, not bad. Uh, Nock, what about you? I think it would have been great to see her in TNA. It would have been um, really cool. I think she would have definitely been able to win the world title. But I'm going to say something different. I'm going to say, wow, women um, wrestling superheroes. It would be cool to see her take over and bring that brand to spotlight. I think she'd be a really good person for them. That'd be cool. Yeah. Some female yeah. empowerment. Uh, what about you, Eric? I'll go with Zach. I'll say uh, Dynamite. They need Dynamite? all the great female wrestlers they can get. Okay. Okay. So we got two for Dynamite, one for uh, Women of Wrestling, but it looks like China's going to go to AEW. And I don't think that's a bad choice. I actually kind of agree with that. Uh, let's move on to the second pick here. Uh, I picked Bam Bam Bigelow. So Zach, where would you put Bam Bam? And what era? Um, I'd put him on Dynamite too because he'd work really well with Arn and everyone else. So, yeah, uh, the Lawrence Taylor Bam Bam. Lawrence Taylor Bam Bam. Okay, not a bad choice. That'd be not, cool. What about you? I think I'd pick the same Lawrence Taylor Bam Bam, but I'll put him in uh, today's NWA Power. I think it'd be real cool to see him there. Oh yeah. Mm, yeah. Why? I think it's a good fit, like for his the type of character, the type of style they go for that type of show. I need elevate them; mm -hmm. It'd be a good fit. Okay, Eric, what about you? Uh, I'll say same Lawrence Taylor, but I'll put him in New Japan. A nice attraction. Oh yeah, yeah. Japanese people do love Bam Bam, so that's not, actually not a bad pick at all. Um, I think that I'm going to have to agree with Zach on this one. I think he would do a lot better in AEW like uh if he were still alive you know he there are people there now that he used to work with like you said Zach Arn and all those people so it, it, it'd be kind of like a good reunion there and I you know there are a lot of interesting storylines you can make with that so I think AEW is a good choice uh let's move on to the third pick here who do I have um Marcus Corvan do you guys remember who Marcus Corvan was Nope, nope. Probably better known as Monty Brown. Did you see him oh, back in TNA? Yeah, TNA. Yep, Monty Brown was good in TNA. Yeah. He's terrible in WWE. Mm -hmm. Um, so where would you put him, Zach? Now that you remember, I put him back in TNA today. Why? Home sweet home. That's where he was the best. Very good point. Uh, Knock. Do you agree with that? Yeah, Sam. He was terrible in ECW. I mean, ECW was a shit show. So TNA is where like I really seen him he was and he was really cool okay okay eric what do you think i'll agree tna tna yep uh i'm gonna have to agree with you guys uh he was best as monty 
and he should just stay there and continue that character. Uh, okay, so next up I, on the list here, I have, you know, let's make this interesting. Scott Hall, since we were talking about him. Zach, what do you, where would you put Scott Hall? I would put Razor Ramon in New Japan. New Japan. Any reason? Uh, because when he was Razor Ramon, that's when he was like crisp and he knew what he was doing. And I mm -hmm. think he would uh, work well with some New Japan people. Okay. It'd be different okay. to see. That's... Okay. Uh, not. What do you think? Um, this one's a tough one. Definitely Razor Ramon. He, he was the better version of Scott Hall. Mm -hmm. But I, I don't know where I'd put him, honestly. Uh, maybe AEW. That'd be cool to see him with all the other guys. I think he need that support system right now. Some of the people from his time. Eric? Um, Razor Ramon, and I'd put him on Raw. I think uh, Raw just needs all the help it can get in terms of entertainment, and mm -hmm. Razor Ramon was damn sure entertaining. Not a bad pick. Um, yeah. Uh, I actually was undecided with Scott Hall, but after hearing your options, yeah, let's let's go with Raw. I feel like him coming back to WWE would be an interesting choice. I wanna see what they would do with him. And you're right, Eric, I think Raw needs all the help he can get right now. Uh, but moving on to the next pick here, since she was not drafted and we don't know what her situation is right now, this Mickey James. Where would you want to put Mickey James? In what era? Let's start with Zach. I would put this Mickey James back in TNA and she'd rule over there. Not a bad choice. Knock, what do you think? Yeah, Mickey James has not been bad. She's been really good for many mm -hmm. years and they treat her as if she can't wrestle anymore. I definitely take her out of WWE. It's a shame what they've been doing. Yeah. Um, I, she might be another WoW pick for me. I'd like to see her work in WoW, something different, because I've seen her in TNA. I'd like to see what she'd do there. Yeah. Yeah. Not a bad pick at all. Eric, what do you think? Uh, yeah, current day Mickey James in NWA. Just uh, not not even not even for her husband, but just I think right. it'd be a good good scene for her. Oh, I thought you were being all sweet all of a sudden. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> nah, just about to say because of yeah, but I I have to agree with Impact though. I feel like hardcore country Mickey James was her best showing, even though she had a really good run in WWE too. I feel like uh, she really got to shine. Um, and she didn't have to yeah, play she's... like a watered down version of herself like she did in mm -hmm. WWE. She's another wrestler who uh, sung her own theme song then. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. That's very true. Very true. Uh, but let's move on here. We don't have to do all 10, but let's do like, I would say two more. Uh, let's see. Who do I have listed? Let's pick a good one. Eric, should I get into the boys season two? Oh yeah. Okay. You know, it's funny because I'm actually looking at the boys meme right now. <laughs> what is the, what is this boys thing you keep, you guys keep talking about? Boys club. We'll tell you, we'll tell you off, uh, off air. It's a good show on Amazon. Okay. Um, all right, let's do this one. Uh, carbon monoxide got you. 
Hello? Yeah, yeah, we hear you. Oh, shit. Did, did you guys hear what I said before or no? No. No. No? Oh, I said La Parca. Mm. Mm. What do you think, Zach? Where do you think La Parca should go? I would take his, uh, like, 1998 WCW version, and I would put uh-huh. him in... I'd put him in New Japan. Yeah, I think that would be a good fit, but why New Japan? Because uh, it'd be a good fit. I think anywhere like, else, I don't know if he'd, you know, I don't want to see him against the Lucha Brothers in mm-hmm. AEW. Uh, just, yeah, I just, that's where I think he could find some good uh, competition. Okay. Okay. Do you agree, Nock? Yeah, I'll take New Japan. I, I'm not too sure if he was in Lucha Underground or MLW, but I think those are good fits too. But New Japan, I'd like to see him going against um, Naro Suzuki. Okay. And Eric? Um, I'll say AAA. Um, hmm. Yeah, if he does... Yeah, it's the style that fits him. Yeah. All right. All right. And, Okay. For my last pick, I think I want you guys to decide. Um, so I'm gonna pick you all individually. You're gonna pick one superstar from any era uh, that you wanna see come back and you're gonna place them on a show. So Zach, let's start off with you. Do you have any picks? Just someone random to come back to a show? Yeah. Uh, I want Pack to come not. back to AEW. Is it Pack? Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's yeah. Not a bad choice. Yeah. I mean, I can see why, but you want to explain? Uh, they need someone who's a big villain like him. Having a bad guy is fine, um, mm-hmm. but I mean, he's a fucking villain, so that's what but I want. They do have a bad boy. <laughs> <laughs> All right, knock. Do, uh, do you have someone? Yeah, I'm thinking maybe Sting against Cody and AW. Or uh, Hiroshi Tanahashi and, and JPW. I'm going to go AEW, Ooh. staying return. I would love to see him get that spotlight again for one more run. Yeah, I like that Tanahashi pick, though. I love Tanahashi. Um, Eric, yeah, the two icons. Yeah, yeah. Eric, what about you? I think Zach had the best one that pack, but uh, I guess I'll just say... 90s, no, nah, not 90s. I'll say 2000s, Shawn Michaels, even though I know a lot of okay. people say 90s is better. Um, and not if you're working with them, but yeah, 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 I was about to say. Um, <laughs> and I'll put him, I'll put him on Raw, teach these these youngsters how to work. Not on NXT, nah, 2000s, nah, I want him on, I want him on TV, okay. Okay. Uh, I'll go with that network shit for for that Shawn Michaels. That's very true. Um, Really good picks, you guys. Uh, But for me, one person that I want to see come back, uh, one person that I think deserves a return match, at least, is Lita. And I would love to see Lita on the SmackDown brand, because I feel like the SmackDown's women's division is a little lacking. and I would love to see her go up against uh, someone on the someone that's kind of like her. So maybe like in Alexa Bliss, or I don't know. But I, I just want—I know I want Lita to come back, and I know I want her on SmackDown. And yeah, I guess that's just uh, that's been my fantasy. Yeah. 
I was gonna say like maybe lead against like a, a Ruby Riot or like a Shotzi Blackheart. I think fit like oh, that would be bad. Cool to see matchup. Yeah. yeah, I actually would mind seeing me to go back to NXT. Actually, that'd be pretty cool. Yeah, Lita did say that she wanted to face Asuka of all people, so maybe oh. that can happen too. But she would have to go to Raw, and I want to. She would get wrecked so as, as long as she, she gets would. in shape. Because uh, her last match, yeah. I feel like I remember just being scared for her life. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, yeah, that's the thing because she's always Rumble. wrestled. She's always wrestled like that. Like it's kind of like, oh shit, don't hurt yourself. But she's a little yeah. older now. Yeah. yeah. The last time she competed was Evolution, right? Well, yeah, I think so. Match, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So I don't know, but it would be fun to see her come back for anything. And yeah, that was my fantasy draft. Cool. Well, if you fantasize about seeing EC3 wrestle anyone in ROH, he is headed there, as we found out this weekend on the show. Yeah. Thanks. Cool. All right, let's move on to the Money in the Bank. So uh, there are rumors going around now that a bunch of people were pitching to have the Money in the Bank briefcase taken off Otis, which is kind of why the storyline just randomly stalled for no reason on SmackDown. Um, but Vince loves the guy, and he wants to keep the briefcase on him. Eric, uh, what did you say about the briefcase? Was it Jericho had a concept for it? Oh, so um, first of all, whoever's got the chips, pass them over. But also... Uh, so Jericho's original wish was that whoever won the match would, it wouldn't be for a title match. It'd be for whatever the winner desires, as he put it. I would love for that to happen in AEW. I think, especially today, they are creative enough to where like MJF could wish to just be the champion, to just take the championship off of it, skip the title match, and I'd buy it. Or Jungle Boy could wish I don't know for the ability to talk or some shit, but I think they can get creative enough with it that they could they could make it work. You're pretty much saying that you want the briefcase to be the Dragon Balls now. <laughs> pretty much, <laughs> just something <laughs> like, like that. It, it's so wasted. It's been wasted for like the past five or six years. And Vince, yeah. I'm sorry, the joke's over, man. Get it off of Otis. He's not winning. We know that. Just get some off the uh, money bank. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. I agree with uh, what you said. Eric, about that going to AEW. I think that's a good concept. Um, just not a briefcase, obviously something else. Uh, right. In WWE, what Dragon they need balls. to do if they're going to keep this um, money in the briefcase thing going, they need to have two different kinds of contracts in the briefcases. One contract is your standard. You got a year to cash in money in the bank. Your second one, you have to cash in that night. Because two people running around with a briefcase, it really waters it down. Yeah. Um, I honestly would... I don't know. I don't even know if I'd have the pay-per-view anymore. I, I honestly wouldn't. I'd either have it at WrestleMania or just have it pop up every year and a half. Mm, okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think WrestleMania is a good place for it. I, well, I think now definitely they should take a break from it. Mm-hmm. They, it's, it's, mm-hmm. it's wired down now, and they haven't had a good one so long. They just killed the quality of it. So after they took a break from it, I would say go back to Mania. It doesn't need its own pay-per-view. No. For real though, who was the last good Money in the Bank winner? Like besides the women, like the men's this entire decade, I can't really think of one. Uh, besides Seth, Seth of course. Seth, like, I was about yeah. to say Seth, but I just thought about him. Seth. Um, yeah, Christmas I don't know. I can't think of one. The last like impactful one was Brock, but it was shock value and it was yeah yeah he gets no a title shot whenever it. he wants it anyways yeah it was a waste of a, of a money in the bank contact braun was a waste too braun was, oh, that was so stupid 
So anything that they can do for uh, WWE's Money in the Bank that you think that they can make it better or make it more interesting? Grow a go back to the roots. Give it to a heel, you know, who's actually going to go over yeah. in a good way and start there because it, it's a shit show. I, I don't know. Maybe make it like a kind of a free-for-all thing, like the hardcore championship. Like anyone can go for it. There isn't like um, – you don't have to qualify for it. It's kind of just like – whoever i don't know i mean that's a good point you could have them they have to defend it like they have to defend it like a championship belt you either cash it in or you defend it week after week until you figure it out right yeah yeah it could could be like that that's like a gambling thing you can do with it that'd be kind of cool like you can cash in now take that chance here or you have to defend it you have to go next week you could lose it Mm -hmm. Uh, that'd be that'd be interesting yeah yeah or they can make it some kind of like capture the flag type of thing where it's like it's more than just getting the briefcase. You have to like bring it to a certain destination and cash it in there. I feel like that can be interesting. You have to bring so it to parts be... unknown where we can figure what the hell it is. <laughs> yeah. Kind of treat it like the hardcore championship, you know? Like it can change any time of the night. Yeah. Waiting for one person is, it really puts them in a writing corner. Yeah. All right. Well, it is what it is with Otis. We'll see if that storyline even plays out with Miz and Morrison going to Raw now. But. Let's move on. Eric, you have a title push, Barry. That I do. So we're going to go with similar gimmicks for this one or similar styles. Round one, title push, Barry. We're going to go knock Zach, then Paul. Elias, Jeff Jarrett, and Honky Tonk Man. Oh, man. Um, I'm buried the fuck out of Honky Talk Man, man. I, I, I never liked him. I know I was different from you guys, but I don't like him. I'll push, okay. or I'll title Jarrett. You know, I got to give Jarrett his credit for uh, starting TNA, even though he put talent on himself any chance he got. And then I'll push uh, Elias. Where is he? Okay, I'll title Elias, and then I will push Honky and bury Jarrett uh, just too full of himself in the early 2000s. <laughs> yeah. See. I like Jeff Jarrett, so I'm going to push Jeff Jarrett. Um, I'm going to put the title on Honky Talk Man because he's awesome, and I'm going to bury Elias. Okay. Uh, I'm going to title Elias, push Honky, and bury Jarrett. I've never liked him. Yeah, well, Honky never made his own company, but yeah, whatever. Yeah, just about to say he never made his own company. He had, and he had every right to be cocky. He never carried the IC title for the longest reign in history either. <laughs> right. Round two, Undertaker, the Fiend, Mankind. Mm. Okay. Shit. All right. Um, I hate to say it, but I'll, I might bury Taker. At this point, I get it. I'll push mankind, you know, how apropos. I'll, I'll, I'll push mankind and I'll title the scenes. Okay. All right. Okay. I will title mankind. I will push the fiend because he doesn't need a title and I will bury Taker. Yeah. Same with Zach for me. I like that order. Okay. Uh, to be different, I'll, I'll, yeah, take his new top. Fuck it, I agree with Zach. I'll be the same. I'll fold. The <laughs> yeah, it's like, how, how else you're going to go about that? Yeah. yeah. The new WCP champion. Ooh, oh, can't wait to get new business cards. Ain't no justice in this <laughs> world. It's just us. 
Round three. Jungle Boy, Dominic, or Brian Pillman Jr. Ooh. Second generations. Oh, Jr. Or actually, right. I guess technically Dominic's a third generation. But... Yeah. Yeah. Um. Ah, damn. I'll bury Dominic. He's still, you know, paying his dues. I'll push Brian Pillman. I think he uh, has a lot of talent there, and I still want to see more from him in AW. And I'll title Jungle Boy. I'll title Jungle Boy. I will push Dominic because I kind of like the storyline. Not, I mean, I want the Seth Rollins thing to go away. But uh, I is my fault for not watching enough of him. But Brian Pillman Jr., I just uh, bury. I am going to bury Jungle Boy. Oh, I will. Sorry, I will push. Um, what's his name? Brian Pillman Jr. Because I want him to prove himself. And I want to put the title on. Um, uh, the name's blanking out on me. I'm so sorry. Dominic. Mandy Rose. <laughs> <laughs> we can all use a little bit more Mandy in our lives. Yeah. I, I want to change my answer. I want, I want to tell Dominic. I want to switch that around. I, I can't betray the Mysterios like that. Oh, yeah. well, um, just because I, I didn't, I haven't seen the much of Brian Pillman. And when I did see, I wasn't like amazed. So I'll bury Brian, push Jungle Boy, sorry, push Dominic and title Jungle Boy. Jungle Boy. Okay. Um, okay. Round four, Luchadors, Ray Phoenix, Pentagon L Zero, and Ray Mysterio. Oh, man. I, I could never so bury Ray Mysterio. You said Ray Phoenix, Ray Mysterio, and Pentagon? Yep. Yeah. Okay. So I, I, I got to push Ray. I, I got to title my boy Phoenix, man. This dude is next level. I, I love this guy. And I hate mm-hmm. to say it, but Cyril Miedo, oh, I got to bury him. <laughs> I just want to bury that catchphrase. But <laughs> I will bury I will bury Ray. I will push Pentagon and I'll title Phoenix. I am going to go a little different from Zach. I'm going to bury Ray. Uh, um, Ray who? And Mysterio. Mysterio. Sorry. Need to preface that. And then just uh, switch the orders on Zach's. Okay. So I think Paul and I agree because I am unfortunately going to bury The master of the six what died? (laughs) Unfortunately, yep. I, I hate to do it, but yeah. And then push Phoenix and title Pentagon. Yep. And lastly, big, tough, bald, white guys, Goldberg, <laughs> Ryback, and Lars Sullivan. And Zach. <laughs> um, I'm going to be honest with you, man. I, I don't care if I'm messing with the game. I'll bury them all. Uh, I can't title or push any of them. I, I kind of feel know, the same. That's, that's the correct answer. <laughs> <laughs> I, I say um, bury those three and push Zach. You know what? We can okay. agree with that. Yeah. Let's live with that. Flexing right push now. Zach. Yeah. <laughs> um, I think what that gets right back did say he's training for a comeback. I hope not in AW. Oh, God, I hope not. Yeah. But that's all I got for push, Tile Pushberry. Awesome. Awesome, awesome. That's cool. That brings us to the end. It is time for promo school. Today, I want you guys to pretend to be someone else. So if you can do an impersonation of someone, do that. If you can't, even if it's awful, that's even funnier. Uh, so you're going to be whatever wrestler you're going to be. And you 
are going to have you yourself as a tag partner and you're going to put yourself over. Oh. You're going to be positive because it was negative what happened with the new day. We're going to be positive today on promo school. All right. So think of who you can imitate or who you can't. And you think it'd be funny to do the voice um, on the show. What I, I do dusty every now and then because I just love doing the voice. So just to give you an example, this is what I, I'm looking for here. This Sunday, Daddy, at Starcade, you're wondering who our mystery partner is. What's well, none other than the one, the only Zach from West Coast Popcast? Yes, that's right. The WCP Predictions Champion is here, Daddy. And we're going to take on everybody at Starcade this Sunday. The man himself with the beautiful haircut. The man who shirts yeah. come in packs of five, but now that his gym's open, his abs come in packs of six, Daddy. Also, <laughs> his haircut is as sweet as a. Let me tell you something. Every one of you is in trouble this Sunday at Starcade <laughs> because how I have dined with kings and queens and on porks and beans. Zach over here is crafting succulent dinners and drinking $2 wine, daddy. So get ready this Sunday for Dusty Rhodes and Zach. That's what I'm looking for. Very oh, Oh. I, I wish the audio came in as clear as possible because that was genius. That was good. That was oh, really good. I, I heard all of it. I heard okay. all of it too. Hopefully okay. it was just me then. Hopefully it was just me. Okay. Uh, that dreaded symbol came up on my computer or something else. I, I heard all of it. So who's ready good. to go first? Uh, I'm a volunteer, Eric. Oh, shit. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> I, I ain't following that. Fuck. <sighs> <sighs> okay. Let me, let, me try and, let me try and get in the right space for this because I know who I'm going to be. Give me one second. <clears throat> Did I hear that I need to find a tag partner for this Sunday's brawl to end the mall? You asked me to find a partner, woo! And I found the best one. I found someone who parties with the ladies and drinks all the drinks and keeps up with me. I found the easiest of modes, baby. Diamonds are forever and so is this partnership. The horsemen, they are a great group, but this group right here of me and EZ, woo, will never die. That's all I got. Oh, man. Good enough. Man, yeah, I got two I was just like who? Yeah, I was just like who is that at first? But then the second I heard the woo, I'm like, oh okay. Uh, I was listeners, to... listeners got to check it out too. Like you know, we're being respectful of our neighbors. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that was good though. I was, was trying. I was trying to imitate Jay Lethal, imitate Ric Flair. Uh, okay. <laughs> if you did, I, I, that, was, that I was getting that. I was gonna say that. Yeah. You, no, I, that was I was hearing okay. Jay Lethal. That was perfect. That was, that was good. All right, knock Paul. Who's next? Knock, what do you think? I'll do whatever you want. You got it, buddy. You got it. All right. Okay. <clears throat> uh... Hey, what's up, everyone? Uh, it's me, the game uh, Triple H. Uh, I'm here. <laughs> Hold on. Uh... We're on a time crunch, Daddy. <laughs> I know we are. Oh, shit. 
Not do you want to go first? I'm blanking out. All right. You know, since Zach and Eric did uh, two legends, I was going to do my, my tired old Bane impression, but you know what? I got to switch it up here and try to find someone else. But uh, <clears throat> this Sunday, it'll be me and the knock. We'll take you all. Everyone will come to us and they will rest in peace. That's pretty good. Yeah. That's good. Um, Mick Foley just did interview, or it just released where he was talking about the Hell in a Cell. And uh, he did an imitation of Taker that was that I heard in my head when you did yours. He was like, Hey, buddy, you doing okay? How was that knock in the head? <laughs> <laughs> That's all I could hear for a second. Oh, um, man. I was going to ask for a little more content, uh, knock, but you know. With Taker, he doesn't do that kind of stuff, so that was perfect. <laughs> Thank you, man. <laughs> you know, last Thursday. <laughs> I, 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 <laughs> last Thursday. <laughs> All right, Paul, you ready? You can tap out if you Not want. Not really. Uh, yeah. What's the iconics? Out. I know you got those impressions, man. I All do, right. but I'm just my I'm just blanking out today. My brain's not working completely. Today. Well, that's CO2. We, we don't blame you. No. <laughs> All right. Well, that is promo school. The purpose of that uh, was twofold. One, to be positive about stuff. And two, sometimes it's fun to be someone else and just get lost in it. Um, I said on the show sometimes, like when I was a kid, when I was being around new people and stuff like that, I'd kind of take on you know, you think like uh, someone that you see in the movies and for me, that's so fully. So just if you want to get in the headspace that you, when you need to do stuff around people in front of people, just kind of a fun way to look at things and uh, just to help motivate you to do something. Yeah, no, that was, that was fun. That was a good, that was a good one. That's it. That's our show. All right. Episode 26. Not too bad. Uh, anyway, yeah. leave, leave comments. Let us know what you would do with the money in the bank. Let us know what you thought of the draft. Let us know what you think about New Day. Let us know anything. Knock, where can they uh, send these things other than the comments on YouTube? Hey, man, if you want to follow us on Twitter and Instagram, we're at West Coast Pop underscore. I'm actively checking it. So, uh, yeah, send me a DM or, you know, whatever you want. Just check us out. Easy there, Knock. (laughs) (laughs) Also, check us out, too. Uh, We got the Tic Tac uh, Toe Tournament thing. Tic Tac Tap Out. What is it called, Eric? Tic Tac Tournament Tap Out. Yeah, most of it. And who is your champion? Oh, my God. That would be, if you want to face Knock or any of us, send us your links or send us uh, your messages that you want to be a part of this show. You have to have subscribed to our YouTube page to play the game, but we'll gladly have you on. So check that out. Uh, and we want to face you. Just be normal. Yes. Just be normal. That's our only requirement. <laughs> Clean your damn room. If we can see. Oh, <laughs> Zach, where can uh, they find us? Uh, they can find us, or at least me. Uh, listening to a lot of Van Halen this past week. Eddie Van Halen died at the age of 65. And for me, that's a, that's a big one. Uh, his music's been a part of my life uh, throughout the entire life, actually. And uh, yeah, just kind of a sad loss. So they can catch some Eddie Van Halen playing in my pace. Rest in peace. Peace. All right. Well, that's it, folks. That is episode 26. Thanks for tuning in. Like, subscribe, do all that fun stuff. This is your new WCP Predictions champion. For Paul, Knock, and Eric, we're out. Have a great week and hit our damn music.